This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. Fiction and talk about feelings. Cocktails. Gonna read a book and share our thoughts on the things that happened in that book now. <laughs> Cocktails. <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? Hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Cocktails. Cocktails. I'm Allie, the teen thick chick. I'm Camille, the (laughs) (laughs) co-host. We gotta come up with a snappy dance. We need a rhymer for you. Here we go. Yeah. The ubiquitous goes. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Wind. Send in some ideas. Ooh. This is uh, part two of our James Wade night. Mm-hmm. So here is James Wade. James Wade. Pleasure to be here with you, James. you ladies. Pleasure to be Pleasure. here with you, James Wade. Oh, a clink, a clink, a clink, a clink, a clink. Welcome to yes. another episode of Cocktails, mm-hmm. not the the podcast where we talk about our sexual exploits. It is the podcast where we get a little bit tipsy and mm-hmm. <laughs> that, I have tales, let All me right. tell you. And, and talk about our favorite books. Mm. It is a literary podcast. We're fancy. Yes. Um, today, yes. we're talking about Name of the Wind. Mm-hmm. Or for this episode, we'll call it Name of the Gin, because that's what we're drinking. That's right. Yes. Um, Ali's pioneered a new cocktail. Yes, it's basically a watered-down Greyhound. Mm -hmm. It is uh, gin, grapefruit juice, and club soda. Mm -hmm. It's delightfully refreshing. Yes, if you'd like to play along at home here, you can make that cocktail for yourselves. And drink every time we say a word that we didn't actually mean. Exactly. <laughs> Great job. We've got some cheers here in the Boathouse studio. We Just have take a, a studio shot audience drink today. Where studio you audience. are. That's yeah. nice. Studio audience. We want to thank our studio audience today. <laughs> and I've completely oh, digressed <laughs> into so, cocktails. cocktails. Name of the Wind by mm-hmm. Patrick Rothfuss. That's right. Yeah. Now James, this is a tie-in like with this. our last episode, yes. actually. Yes. A little bit. Because when Fun you fact. when you told me to read Storm Dancer, yes. I got interested because Patrick Rothfuss endorsed the book on the front. <gasps> oh! Okay. So did you this... feel betrayed by him? A little bit. However, <laughs> we have to talk about okay, this. Okay, I went back and looked at his quote, uh-huh. and it is not an endorsement of the book. It's just a descriptor that says, sign me up at the okay. end. Oh. Okay. Okay. Okay, fuck this. We need to talk about this. Fantasy books, young adult fantasy books, adult fantasy books, endorsing each other. This is a this very is awesome, like, bro uh, universe. Yeah. Where, yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like 
I'm getting fooled. Like, there's a lot of, like, okay, I recently read a novel, perhaps we'll review it on this. I don't know if it's teen fiction. It's definitely fantasy. Anyway, uh, there was a quote on the front that was like, hey, it actually started with, hey, if you like Wheel of Time, this is your new favorite series. And I was like, yeah, I do like that. I guess this is my new favorite series. Yeah, come on. And then I got swept in. So what is this? What is this um, cross section of like, hey, here's an author you like. I guess they like this. They book. gave this book a what thumbs is, up. What is this? this is, is this all lies? What is this? What is this man. silly this is, cacophony? This is all these fantasy authors yes. who just know mm-hmm. each other because it's a very small clique. Yeah, and they're like, read my thing, give me a blurb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Oh. yeah, like I feel like they just send a thing to Stephen King that's like. Is this okay that we say you hey, say? He's like, yeah, I don't give a fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to Fuck apply you. for a master's degree yeah. and your professor, like, can mm-hmm. you just write it and I'll put my name at the end of it? Yeah. yeah. Like, a that. Of reference. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, so the name yeah, of the wind. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's, Catherine, what's your name for the wind? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, I'm so put on the spot. Bartholomew. Oh, my God. Nico's got one. Nico's uh-huh. Nico, what's your name for the wind? It's Bartholomew. Great. Excellent. Catherine, what's your name for the wind? Mine is Trevor. <laughs> Trevor? Okay. Greg. Greg. What's your name for the wind? Gentle Ben. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our uh, that's our studio audience Great. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all wrong. <laughs> Spoiler alert. What is the or are the they right? Camille. Do we learn the Is it ever said wind? in the novel? Mm-hmm. Camille, it's a metaphor. What's no. your name for the wind? Gisanth. Gisanthemice? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Gisanthemice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. ends in a that's hard right. K. It ends with a very hard K. James? Blowy. Yeah. Blowy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Ellie. My name for the wind is... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. There it is. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Which is also my review of this book. Oh no. <laughs> so, we have a very exciting episode of Cocktails. Yes. If you're like, I'm listening, I don't know if I want to continue this. What's your life? What else do you have to do? A. Yeah, come on, you're stuck in traffic on. right now. Get out of here. Like, you have for a run? better to Fuck do. you. Fuck you. You think you're better than us? <laughs> Fuck you. It's Cocktails. We have both a guest who loves and adores and <laughs> enjoys this book, is passionate, enjoys this book, and someone who also uh, does not care called to be like, uh, called it a fart of this book. So stay tuned for some conflict. There shall be conflict. <laughs> it's true. Well, we get to the end of it. Patrick, are you listening? Yes, I don't Mr. Roth. What do you do in your spare time? He's a big nerd. Know. He plays a lot of video games and probably listens to the podcast. Right. We're right. all we're all nerds. It's gonna reach. Em. If you want to be in the same circle, if you want to come on our podcast, mm-hmm. let me know. You mm-hmm. can find me at what's my email? Yes, <laughs> you made it. <laughs> You made the teen fic chick email, Greg. Uh, someone else. Okay. <laughs> teen fic chick uh, at gmail.com. Teen fic at gmail.com. Right. And so, uh, Patrick, if you like another teen fiction series, well, come on and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Okay, so James, yes. you pre- so I prescribed Storm Dancer to you. Yes. And you prescribed Name of the Wind for me. Yeah, I think it was because I read that 
endorsed that quote on the front of Storm Dancer, mm-hmm. and I texted you about it, and you're like, well, I could read that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, that checks out. Yeah. So, let me start off by saying, I think this is teen fiction. Mm-hmm. I think this book is teen fiction, but, like, for adults. Because the main character is primarily a teen. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's my quantifier for what is teen mm-hmm. fiction. Sure. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree. Uh, I guess when I talk about teen fiction, I assume certain, like, genre things and stylistic things that this mm-hmm. book doesn't have. Okay. But, uh, like what? But that's, you know, that's, that's completely sort of beside the point, I guess. <laughs> so, like, the, the three things that I dislike about YA... <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I don't think are, like, super present in this book. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, like, I don't call it Y... I, I don't, like, think of this immediately as YA, but that's specifically just because of my preconceptions about YA. Mm. I'll be upfront mm. about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But it's it's a fiction about a teen, so why not call it teen fiction? Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of books, I find, in the fantasy genre are about you main characters who are 16 to 18. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. by What's far... up with that? What up with that? Mm-hmm. We, could, and we could do... Uh, are those... Yeah. You know, what category do those fall in? I don't know. It's interesting. We could do Catcher in the Rye. Absolutely. Yeah. I've never read it. I hear it's fuck that it's not very book. Good. <laughs> uh, we're hearing fuck that book from a studio. I have a doctor. Fuck book. that book. And a doctor says, Doctor, I don't remember your last name. Dicheco. Yep, it's real close. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? I'm sorry. No, it's Dicheco. It's Dicheco. Oh, okay. Dr. Yeah. Dicheco says, fuck Catcher of the Rye. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit mm-hmm. yep. We're hearing <laughs> from our source, fuck Catcher of the Rye. <laughs> <laughs> However, we're in a young adults. 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 Yes, adults. There's a book for your adults. Cocktails. Cocktails. So, James. Yes. What? So James Wade. So I remember you talking about this book and you being like super jazzed on this book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Super so jazzed on this book. Is this one of your favorite books? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll be completely honest and say it is definitely one of my favorite Great. books. Amazing. Great. What uh, makes it your one of your favorite mm-hmm. books? Um, I really like first of all the world that they build in this book, okay. and it's one of my favorite depictions of magic. I never really like magic in books, oh, and I was I was I was really excited by a version of magic that operates by Newtonian principles, wherein mm. energy is neither oh. created nor destroyed. Okay. It's all about energy transfer, okay. and that there are, there are two types of magic in this book, and like both of them just like I really like. One's very scientific, mm-hmm. where it's all about just changing energy, like you can take some, like, make your arm cold and, like, take the the warmth from your arm and, like, mm-hmm. light a candle across the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really neat. And the other type of magic is naming, where the name of the book comes from, mm-hmm. uh, where you, you on, on some level, your mind can uh, know the name of something, and to know the name of something is to have mastery over it. Mm-hmm. So the main character's journey is to find the name of the wind so that he can master it and, of course, you know, like, fulfill his, mm-hmm. his destiny. Mm-hmm. So I like that the book is, like, has these things, but also... It's a book that's about story, and all of my favorite stories are in some way about myth and about legend and about story. Mm-hmm. All of the things that I write are also about narrative and the meanings of narrative and stuff, and they mm-hmm. dive really hard into that mm-hmm. in this book, and what narrative has to do with identity, and it also weaves this really interesting mystery throughout the whole thing of like how does the main character become 
a shell of his former self and how much do we really trust the narrator either. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so okay. all of that like weaves together in a really interesting tapestry for me. Mm-hmm. But also I'll say that like <laughs> I think there are some weaknesses to this book that they st- that the book still works for me because I, I've called it in the past my grilled cheese book <laughs> because I've read it three times and wow I read wow. it when, I read it when I travel That's a lot of time to <laughs> devote to this book I know <laughs> I've, book, really. I've read I've read the first two of this three part trilogy three times and mm-hmm. it makes me it makes me feel kind of good there is some wish fulfillment in it and it I don't know it just like it makes it makes me feel nice mm, <laughs> okay okay wow right well. I did not enjoy this book. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't like it either. Um, no. This book represented for me a lot of the reasons why I stopped reading, like, quote, unquote, adult fiction. Because it felt very much like a male power fantasy book. In that the main character is good at everything for some mm-hmm. unknown reason. And... The only reason people don't like the main character is because he's too good at things and everyone wants to fuck him. <laughs> and that sounds so shitty. <laughs> right? It's not true. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, James. Sorry, so sorry, James. I'm very um, not how I think of myself as well. No, 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 no. And this isn't, this isn't anything you against you. You thought that about yourself. Right? This was like, this was, my experience with this book was a lot of like, why are there no women in this book? And then when there were women, I'm like, why do all the women suck in this book? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that, that was, that was a bit my, of my experience. And I also went into it reading like, mm-hmm. okay, with all the flashback stuff of like, okay, well, like when are they going to get to the, like the actual story? Right. And then it was like, oh no, this flashback stuff is the story. Oh yes. No, it yes. absolutely is. Like, yes. and yes. it continues into this, into the second book, which I started reading until I was like, I'm not enjoying this. Why am I wasting my time? Right. So, so that. Well, right. did you read this book? I did. Yes. Oh, and I, um, similarly, I, I felt that, that sort of urgency of like, because if I can't imagine if you haven't read the book, you're listening to this. But hello, um, <laughs> spoiler. If you haven't read the book, there's a uh, there's a bit of a framing device of um, uh, someone coming to a tavern. Please, uh, either of you, correct me. Yeah. There's a tavern. Um, they've heard of this sort of legendary uh, g- exalted character. Um, Quoth. Uh, Quoth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who has been has done all these heroic dudes. Deeds, etc. Cocktails. Um, <gasps> oh, that's oh my god! It's a oh pizza. my god! It happened. <laughs> have room kind of speech. Greg, we'll go and get it. Um, all these things that have happened, and we're hearing. So we're hearing the telling of the story through the frame of someone who has come to hear the story. Yeah, which is a choice. It's interesting. Um, it, uh, for me, it kind of. Uh, downplays the peril that might exist because I know the person that they're speaking about. You is know where be he okay. ends up. He's going to be legendary, which is which is fine. It doesn't like uh, make my enjoyment of the story any sort of lesser or anything like that. And uh, I absolutely don't. Uh, I don't less enjoy any stories that are uh, sort of male focused i love lord of the rings i love the wheel of time like that's fine sort of thing but this one uh seemed to cater to the fact that uh same thing i picked up on like this character is good at 
everything. And the villain doesn't like them because they're good at everything. And they're just like the way that the way that they're set up is like a musically good at everything, academically good at everything, magically good at everything. Mm. Uh, sort of it seems like there wasn't any kind of there's no like struggle there's no there's no getting better montage no (laughs) no exactly yeah yeah i thank you i agree with that and it's uh it's interesting because when you're reading a fantasy book it's both like satisfying and unsatisfying to have your main character succeed at things you know you want them to succeed but at the same time you want them to work hard at succeeding so where's that balance at yeah like i, I got the money kind pressure. of failing and like uh what is that and i think the part that i most enjoyed was when he the the main character was sort of living in a poverty by the docks per se yeah. and like having to kind of hustle for things and living above a tavern or something like that. You Mm -hmm. know, like that sort of section of the book was where I was most kind of excited. Yeah. My favorite criticism of this book Mm -hmm. is when someone photoshopped the cover to just read student loans and (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's like that's like some of the biggest peril of the book. It's right. like student loans. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh my god. But I found all of that very compelling. Loans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, saying all of that... Do we want to say what the book's about? Parts of it stayed with me. Like, sympathetic magic is mm. the name of magic, right? Like, No. There's right? two types of magic. No, naming is the other type of magic. Naming. Yeah, naming and sympathetic magic. Okay. Yeah, sympathy and yeah. naming. Yeah. Right. So let's okay. talk a bit about plot. So okay. James, you probably, having read this the most, <laughs> do you want to go <laughs> into more ones, a yeah. bit of the plot? Yeah. Sure. So okay. uh, the, the framing device, so at the beginning of the book, we meet Coat, who is this guy who owns a tavern, and he's sort of like beaten down, and we know that he is, Wait, he is waiting to die, and we don't know why he's like awaiting his death. Uh, and there, there is horrible things going on in the world. There's like an invasion by these uh, these demons, but we don't get a lot about them except that like the world is is ending in some way. So this this man who like uh, is like a historian, he chronicles their time. He arrives at the tavern. His name is Chronicler. His name is Chronicler. <laughs> It's really great. That's how you know what he does. <laughs> That's horse shit. And there's big spiders, right? There are big spiders, yeah. yeah. They're sort of invading. Those are terrifying. Invading yeah. the world. Of course. And they're horrifying. they're really scary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh so Chronicler is is wants to chronicle the life of Quoth because he knows that this washed up innkeeper used to be this like famous adventurer who's uh, stories were told about him. And so he wants to come get the quote-unquote real story of, like, what happened of all the, to all these stories that have, like, come out of his exploits. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he eventually convinces Quoth, and so he, mm-hmm. uh, he goes into his childhood, which is his... He was part of a traveling group of musicians, and his parents were murdered because they, they, uh, mm-hmm. they uncovered a certain story um, about a sort of a mythical group. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's about him overcoming his, the loss of his parents mm-hmm. and going to a, the thrust of the book is him going to a magical university wherein he can, 
he can learn sympathetic magic and also the name of the wind, this deeper kind of magic, and I, th- I think hopefully like learn why his parents were killed and try and kill the, uh, these, these mythical beings, the Shandrian, who killed his parents. Mm. That's like the main mm-hmm. thrust of the book, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so, so, here's where this book falls, falls short <laughs> for me. Oh, no. In that, I'm, I want to know what is in store for this character, like, in the, in the mm-hmm. quote-unquote present, in the quote-unquote present. <laughs> um, nice. Like, I need, I want to, I want to know. The framing device does not work for me. Mm-hmm. In that, like, mm-hmm. okay, so he can, he can do whatever, but I know that he ends up as this, like, kind of sad person who owns a tavern. Right. And... And, like, that immediately, like, pulls all the stakes away from, from this book. And this yeah. whole time I was reading it, I was waiting for, like, them to get done with this fucking flashback shit and get on to the, to the adventure. But that, but it's all flashback shit. And I don't, and I think that's just such a, like, so either the author is, like, really self-aware and know, and, like, the thesis of this book is that when you are cocky and arrogant and all of the like faults of this main character Mm -hmm. you end up sad and alone or like is or like which i think it actually is is like isn't it tragic that this grand amazing person ended up in this place that's not amazing absolutely not (laughs) no what do you think i think it's very much option a I, i think you do you think that i really think so i think i think uh you're drawn into into this sort of classic hero's journey thing, mm-hmm. where where I think you're you're meant to sort of like Quoth and all these things he does and really get on his side, while not realizing that underneath the whole time he is sort of seeding sowing the seeds of his own destruction. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering the big question is like how how does he end up in this in this place where he's about to die and we don't know how he's about to die. Like there's a lot of mystery enclosed in the tavern that was really compelling to me. How did he meet mm-hmm. this servant who is from the Fey realm, from this right. other realm? Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why is he about to die? Why, does he, why has he lost all of the powers that he exhibits in his stories? Mm-hmm. And that, that why is actually really has compelling Has he lost all of it, right. or is he just choosing not to use it? Well, that's a great question, mm-hmm. and that like, really interests me. Mm. Right. Um, but I do think that like a lot of his story is about folly. It's about... Uh, how like you may see this as a great story, but it was actually like the undoing of my humanity slowly, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was really interesting to me. I feel like right. that interpretation is giving the author a lot of credit. Hmm. I do. But this having cr- not but having, this- having not finished the second book because I read mm-hmm. the first book, I started to read the second book. I haven't finished right. the second book, but and, uh, having not read anything else that Patrick Rothfuss has mm-hmm. written, I feel like. The appeal of the of the name of the wind is that you have this infallible character mm-hmm. who who is infallible and and that's and it feels like a male power fantasy. I never considered him infallible. Really? No, because he's Why? like he's bad at the things that he really wants to be good at. Like what? Like uh, name. Like this his whole thing is I... I need to conquer the name of the wind and he's fucking sucky at it. Yeah. But like I how like often does he try to name the, the wind? End. Yeah. 
Like how, he takes a like whole name class. That has to be. Is that in the first book? He takes. But the that name has class? to be a I thing. Think so. But like no that one's payoffs, right? Fela that has to pay off. Fela the masters end. the name of the wind. Right. Does she? Oh, sorry. She names. She she masters the name of rocks. Mm. That's her okay. real thing. But he's like he's too impetuous. He does not have patience. Everything that Elidin teaches him goes way over his head. Yeah. Because he's just angry. It's annoying. <laughs> like, I don't... You want to be better at things. Well, yeah. no, I felt like I was, like, ten steps ahead of him at every right. turn of, like, mm. you're bad at this because you're a dick, or you're bad at this because, you know, just, just fucking do this. Um... So, so it was, it was annoying for me to feel like I was, I was tensed, I was X number of steps ahead of the main character. Right. But I really sympathize with his and anger. Like, I get why he would be angry. Towards I get why who? He, uh, towards the world. Towards, like, his parents were taken away from him. Like, mm-hmm. ripped out, ripped, ripped from him. And he's angry at everyone. He doesn't know how to create meaningful connections. Like, his, his main power comes from anger. And the only times he knows the name of the wind are, are in these like brief moments that he can he can never consciously mm-hmm. uh, recreate on his own and that's also why he's a great musician I think is because his um, his like raw emotion comes through his music so well hmm hmm that's very interesting to hear that I I hear that and I feel like all of those things you just mentioned, to me, when I read it, it just seemed like he picked all of these things up so effortlessly. Yeah. And Even was sympathy? Easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, there was like a slight hiccup. It was like, how do I do this? And then he was the master at everything. And then I identified. But it's like over like years. I mean, at, at the same time, no, I mean, like with the, any. Or like a year on the road with I the mean, teacher. Yeah, which is. Yeah, but like, which is nothing. Which is not and, a long time. And with any. I mean, at the same time, with any fantasy series. I mean, we also deal with a main character who's like, I'm normal and I do nothing. And then some wise teacher is like, you're special and you do everything. And they're like, oh, but I didn't know. Like, that's every fantasy series, you know? So, like, at the same time, we're like, I expected that. But at the same time, we're like, I kind of want that, though. Like, I want them to know that they're special and that they do everything. So it's a weird, it's a weird dichotomy. And that's the thing. Realize that you're good at everything. Mm -hmm. But, like, don't learn it too fast. So it's a weird, it's a weird balance. And it's true because, like, there is, I mentioned that I have some wish fulfillment with this book. So, like, Mm -hmm. I I, I like Quoth getting Mm -hmm. into hard situations and finding a clever way out of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. And part part of that is, like, a natural gifting that maybe, I, I can see why people react badly to his natural gifts. Mm. But I do still think, like, the way he finds his way out of certain situations is, like, clever. And, like, I buy it. Mm. Can, you give it can you give an example? Sure. I think, um, I think when he passes his exams to get into the university, mm. I, like, I totally bought that. Like, first, he goes up on the stand, mm-hmm. and he tells this, he tells it, like, he just, like, says the right thing to every one of their questions. He just nails it. Mm, <laughs> and yeah. they're like, how did he do that? And like, yeah. oh, yeah, because, like, he's a thief and he's crept into these it's places. It's like Ocean's yeah. Eleven flashback. Yeah, yeah. Ocean's yeah. Eleven flashback. Yeah. He sneaks into the rafters and watches every other <laughs> yeah. student's exams and then mm-hmm. nails his own. Like, I'm like, yes, yeah. you, like, thieved your way into the university. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the, there's a lot of tie-ins to Harry Potter. Oh, yes. In this yeah. book. And it was definitely described even on the jacket as like, Harry Potter for adults, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Which but like, adults should do. be in quote. 
Yeah, yeah I, mean, I know. Uh, <laughs> authors have to do that, though. Yeah, it's they true. have to. Yeah. If you liked That's Harry like Potter and Game of Thrones, yeah, you fucking they have to. jizz over this book. Right, yeah. and George R. R. Martin's quote is on the first one on the back flap. Yeah. 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 I mean, good for him. Yeah, totally. That's good. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if that's like the author equivalent of like Jeff Daniels doing Duracell right. commercials. <laughs> what? Jeff Daniels. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Oh. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. <laughs> oh. You know, that popular uh, okay, well, Jeff I wish Daniels. Cocktails. I wish Cocktails. Jeff Daniels did. Who's Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniels. Dumb and Dumber. Full House. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I'm thinking Jeff yeah, Bridges. He's on Full House. He's not in Full House. Yeah. No. Wasn't he? Wasn't he like a? Fun... He's a crazy uncle. No, no. Yeah. You're thinking of Joey, and that is no. Was that's John Stamos. No, no, Joey is Jesse. Jesse. No, Jesse is Jesse. <laughs> Jesse is John Stamos. Joey no, is. That other no, fucking guy. No, no, no. Oh, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Coulier. Oh, no. I think the name of the window we're talking about. Full Joey. 100%. That's Full Joey. Jeff Daniels is Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Jim Carrey I thought that the was dumb. the same person. Nope, right. not. Yep, different person. Jeff Daniels is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And like a bunch of other great shit. Yeah. Oh, Stuck to You? The Siamese Twin movie? Oh, that's true. And also, what was that? What? Spider movie? Crazy Wait. Legs. Charlie has nope. crazy legs. Oh no, no we're still recording. Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. So right. it's like Jeff so Bridges doing <laughs> Duracell commercials. Yes. <laughs> right. So during that, I assume you all went to Big the Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, think I provided, I provided the example about the exams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the exams. Yeah. Who did everyone picture? So side question okay. but also like a life question when people read fantasy novels or novels like this or novels in general do people picture do you picture things do you picture celebrity actors in these roles you know do what? you picture what is that like I pictured Liam Hemsworth as this main role oh, that's my example that's yes. nice oh I like that because I just like to think about him but I, mm-hmm. I, I actually really struggled with that because I'm like I really want to try like picturing both as somebody mm-hmm. and I failed completely someone cooler yeah. I pictured the the Rupert what's his face from Harry okay. Potter the redhead because he's redhead oh, redhead. he's a redhead uh, uh, yeah like, uh, there are not Grinch. a lot of redheaded no I ignored like, that and cast my own person which I often do in books that's yeah, the thing I obviously. do I just cast whoever I want to see yeah. I don't care about it. <laughs> Which is bad or good. I, I was really curious who would play my favorite character in the book, mm. uh, Iladin. Who's that? Who's oh. he's, he's, the name, he's the naming professor oh, who's like out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he's and he's fucking like awesome. Crazy. Yeah, he's oh, crazy. Right, yeah. He's he just like, yeah, he like, will start cool. a class and he'll just like, mm-hmm. he'll chase a fly around the room all class. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I cast How zany. Spooky Elijah Wood. Spooky yeah. Elijah Wood? Yeah, that's what Yeah, because they do describe him as very young. Mm-hmm. Cool. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Mm-hmm. That's a great name of the wind. How many books are in the Name of the Wind series? There's what is the series called? So far. Okay. There are two so far. There will be. A, what is the series called? Uh, the King Killer Chronicles. Great. So we know that we know Does that he quote, kill a king? At uh, some point. I mean, not in the two books that I've read, but that's like part <laughs> of his arc is that he will kill a king at some point. There are things that like are mentioned about his mythology that we've not seen yet. Okay. Right. As someone who has read both books. Does the flashback ever end? Or is it a full... Do you have the hiccups? Can yeah, I do. Cocktails! Okay. <laughs> I have the hiccups. No, to your disappointment, the, the book series... Is it, is it just The, the story is in the past. 
fast. What? Okay, that's crazy to me. Yeah. So, like, t- for that, for to make what? three books why? that are just flashbacks mm-hmm. is crazy to me. But why? Because there's no stakes. You know. But just the about end death, of- right? What? But just about death, right? No, but like. In in general, like you know that he's not going to yeah, gain, like, like you know that you know that he's going to gla- gain a claim, but he's going to end up as this like kind of yeah. sad tavern. And to dude. me, that Honestly. adds stakes to the flashback scenes. Really? Yeah, it doesn't really? take it doesn't take away. Like I'm not really interested in like whether it takes away stakes from the main thing. I'm interested in that it takes away stakes from the story that we care about because the story I care about is yeah. the flashback. Like okay. that's the story. The story I care about is what's happening like in the present of like why why, why is this ter- tavern dude like not going on saving the world like why, he's got, but why that's, the tavern? that's an interesting why question the tavern? to me. Like yeah, why the tavern? Why the tavern? But like that's that's the, why, that's why? What, that's the question of the three books. Like that's the well, question. Yeah, but is it Wait, answered? Uh, it's not but, answered. <laughs> no, it's, I want to know. It's going. People want to know. I want to know as much I, as you I, do, but that's why I'm so invested. Why? But why? But why? Hundred percent. Like why? Why like uh, my 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 reader's heart has like a, a trust in like uh, there's a reason why there's a f- like there's a there's a cushion around it why it's in the past no it's gonna come to the future but like and that's why the part of me yeah. is a fear of like but what if it never comes to a thing yeah like, what if it's just the past though is, well I mean oh, fuck. I I have a fear as well that it's mm-hmm. not going to end well and they're not going to resolve course. this question which really well which is with well. every book which is which which is with yeah. every book but yeah. like I. I've read so many fucking fan theories because people are obsessed with these books. Ooh, what are your top oh. three favorite fan theories? Yes, oh, I, I can't, yes. Elliot. Yeah, like, I, I don't have this great memory, mm-hmm. but people are like are really obsessed with the Shandrian. And the thing oh. is, um, okay. one thing I love about this book mm-hmm. is that not only are they telling the story of Quoth, mm-hmm. they're telling the story of. Um, uh, that guy with the, the coat of many colors, like the. Um, yeah, Joseph! Taberlin the Great. Okay. That was a joke for all the musical theater oh, okay. people. Joseph and the Teddy Color Dream Code, I gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's the name That was of, a joke for everyone. The They'll thing. laugh later. It's fine. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. for sure. And yes. they're also telling these stories about, like, the myth of, yes. like, the religion of this world. Mm-hmm. And every time one of those tales is told, they think it has, fans have something, think something it has something to do okay. with the eventual alternative of the story. So I think yeah. Telu, the sort of god person uh-huh. of this world, yes. uh, will tie into the ultimate mystery of the book. Okay. And I love these little stories. Like, I absolutely adore these little these little stories where, like, it's a self-enclosed, like a chapter that is self-enclosed mm-hmm. mythic folktale. Yes. And how it might play into the world at large. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And this, the stories about Telu, like the the god mm-hmm. character of this world, they're really fucking dark. Can you I give me an example? like a trend. Yeah, so like... And like fantasy books. Like getting darker and darker with like the the evil villain, the dark one but character the, in books. Like I the darkest like character is, is the god of... is the lighthearted mm-hmm. god of this world. But like there's... Um, the, the the villain the anti Taylor I don't remember his name but mm-hmm. like the god chains him to an iron wheel where he's mm-hmm. in eternal torture and mm-hmm. then burns him to a crisp and then like can only kill him when he like yeah grabs onto him and they burn alive together okay every every, every it is it's also sort of messed up mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway it's sort of beside the point of what we're mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's just to say that I really like the standalone stories in the book mm-hmm. and I think they add something. 
Something that I can't quite put a finger on that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we talked a bit about the world building. Mm-hmm. And I like I enjoy the world that this is set in. Timorant. Like I'm interested in the two different types of magic. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in like kind of the school mm-hmm. that for some reason mm-hmm. has like a ninety nine percent male population. Mm-hmm. The past, <laughs> But also, like, patriarchy yeah. is, yeah. I think, real in this world. Oh, yeah. obviously. Oh, duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mean in the author's vision, I mean in yeah. the world specifically. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting. As a side note, but you like, create a fantasy world, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I know, I and feel like... You choose to continue the thing that's already happened. Yeah. Okay. Is it aware, though? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a... It's, it's this thing of, like, is... Is Patrick Rothfuss aware that he's writing a super patriarchal novel? Or, and like, even if he is aware, he's still writing this mm-hmm. patriarchal, patriarchal novel. So like, does that give him a pass because he's aware of it? Is it like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it. This is right. sexist. Wink. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it is it ignorance of like, mm-hmm. you know, this is just how the world works. Men are better at magic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, James. I'm not going to claim to be an expert on, on patriarchy or, no, like, or feminism, but yeah, yeah, um, I don't think that he's seeking a pass. Okay. okay. I don't think that he's, he's seeking a pass. I, th- I think that uh, Fela especially mm-hmm. is like, she's the one female student and they pay attention to that she's like the only female student in her mm-hmm. class and mm-hmm. she puts up with shit because of it. Yeah. Um, and I think the novel is aware of that. It's not just like, oh, there's one chick and she's super hot, blah, blah, blah. Um, but can I say that they do, like, talk about her being naked mm-hmm. and coming to the door, like, wearing just a sheet, and that's super sexy, and, like, that's also, that's also a thing, like. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think it's perfect. I think that maybe, like, there are, there are descriptions of, like, Fela that are maybe a little too much, um, that focus on her beauty or whatever. And I, I don't think it's completely tempered by the fact that she's, like, the best student. Like, I think that's maybe an excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, yeah. Uh, but, of course, I, I don't think a lot of attention is paid. I don't think we get a fully rounded character from Thela or Simon or Willem or any of the sort of other characters. But I, I, I just, in a, in a really uncritical way, I like them. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious to know, as, as we're on the subject of feminism, like, what did you think of Denna? Because this is the, mm-hmm. this is like the, the most like explosive uh, controversy of my, her. so my thoughts on, on, uh, women in this series can be summed up. So in the second book, there's a quote where Denna is like learning the auto harp or something. Mm-hmm. And... Quoth is describing, so she's playing, she's just learning how to play the music, and he describes it as, I think this is as close as I can possibly get right now, because I'm a few drinks in, but Quoth is like, cocktails, cocktails. Quoth says something like, just like a master jeweler can recognize a diamond in the rough, so I was, and so she was, and I'm like, no, you you're a musician she's a musician just like a master jeweler can recognize a different master or jeweler who's or a jeweler in training not a fucking 
person who has a job and an occupation mm. and a purpose can recognize a fucking object. No, as a person who has a job and an occupation can recognize someone who is training in this other job and occupation. Like, this is objectification. Like, a master jeweler recognizes a fucking diamond in the rough? No, fuck you. She's also training to be what you are. Yeah. Like, that is what upsets me about this series, is that... Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's what upsets me about this series, and yeah. that, like, the let a, not to mention that the first 500 pages of the first book, the only women are described as prostitutes and sluts. Like, even his fucking his mother. mother. Yeah. yeah. He's just, like, he talks he about... He as a slut? Yeah. He's, yeah. like, some, there's something, what? there's a weird part about uh, his mother being equated to a prostitute and something about wife swapping that happens, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, this is your mother. This is how you think of your mother? Like, what the fuck? So this is how all of the, this is how I see all of the women being like treated in this universe. And it's so upsetting because Patrick Rothfuss, you are an author who writes fantasy novels about someone being able to speak the name of the wind and the wind Mm -hmm. doing what you want. You can't imagine a world where women are treated Uh, equally. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Oh, fuck. That's, that's, that's the thing with. God, I love fantasy. I love fantasy. I love fantasy. I love, fantasy so much. I love science I fiction. Love it. I love science fiction. But it's shitty. Man, it's shitty when you see all these worlds that they can imagine a dragon in and like people levitating and doing magic and all these things, but women are still subservient. They can never be in power. They can never be equal. They can never be more than like. The fun love interest who's also sexy and they're doing a thing. Like, that's shitty. Mm. The shitty part is they're never that, yeah. you know? And, like, I love I, I love fantasy. I, I love, love fantasy. them to be a thing. Totally. Just let them be equal to the thing. Come on. Like... Just let them be the thing. That's all. Yeah. That's all we're asking is let them also be the thing. I feel like we <laughs> should know? take a moment of silence for Ursula Le, Le Guin. Who oh, died recently? Yeah. And yeah. if anyone let them be the thing, God. it was her. Yeah. It was her. Fuck, she let them be the thing. She really did. Yeah. Left Hand of Darkness. <sighs> fucking amazing book. And like Earthsea series and like all of her shit. Really, really good. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. So, yeah, like, so really, in summary, like, yeah. I thought Denno was a fucking manic pixie dream girl bullshit yeah. character, and yeah. I thought that her purpose was to, was to further, yeah. quotes, like, power yeah. fantasy, really? and it was really yeah. upsetting because... Uh, I feel I felt like she didn't have any agency oh. other than like yeah. what men would allow her to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on Denna? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> um. This is hard. <laughs> this is sorry. No. no following my timing. Yeah. Like, that was the That was the thing that stuck with me. Like reading that passage in the second book. Like that was what made me give up on the series. Because I'm like, okay, cool. This is where you're. This is where you're at. Like when when I can't sympathize with the main with the main character in any way, I'm like I. What is this, what does this series hold for me? Anyway, what are what are your thoughts, James? Oh boy, <laughs> um, now I feel like a 
like a apologist or something. No, um, James, <laughs> you can like what you like, and that doesn't reflect on you as a person. Uh, all right, I guess I, I didn't read it that way. I don't remember the mother being described as a slut and prostitute. Like, um, <laughs> I can't, I, I have to skim through it again and, and find it, because at one point I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, uh, sorry. There may be some unfortunate turns of phrases. I'm, I'm sure you're right. Uh, I do ultimately think, and this is, you know, reading it as a male reader, that uh, mm-hmm. he, he is aware of the silliness and the stupidity of his male, of his male gaze. That, like, the characters that he's retelling, he's retelling through a male gaze. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at a certain point, he describes Denna as, like, you know, this perfect, beautiful thing. And then it flashes back to the present tense and Bast, his... Uh, the fae. Yeah, his, his, his helper guy is mm-hmm. like, um, you know, she didn't look anything like that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just you editorializing your own fantasy. Yeah, and like idealizing. Yes. And so I, I think for that reason, it's, it's kind of aware. I don't know if it excuses all the things that you have problems with. But, but like the is the main character aware? Is Quoth aware? I think yeah. the author's aware. I don't know if the main character's aware. That's kind of where I have a problem. Cuz like you don't see the like he just kind of stays an arrogant asshole for the for the most part. Um I yeah, I think he is an arrogant asshole, but I I sympathize with him. Maybe that says more about me than anything. Hmm. Um but he's this person who sort of bought into this classical fantasy trope. Mm-hmm. Um, that the that slowly is being eroded by his actual experiences in the world. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks he's Dennis' savior, and he's absolutely not. And the book isn't backing up that he's Dennis' savior. I really don't think it is. Um, people have like a, a lot of people have criticized Denna as being a pretty thin character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- I think this is just my own opinion of what we're going towards is being exposed that. Denna is very similar to Quoth in a lot of ways, but we are simply seeing, we are seeing simply seeing that story from another side, mm. and Quoth is injecting all of his shit onto Denna and what like that's supposed to be, when in fact she's going through something as difficult or more difficult than what Quoth is going through in his mm. own life, because she is also searching for her secrets and is not telling anyone else, which is what Quoth is doing. But we're but we're just seeing like a another an analog to quote from the other side. What kind of secrets is she searching for? Well, she's trying to get close to Mr. Ash, right? Who's like her her patron. Yeah, this is the guy who like disappeared in the crazy fire or something. Yes, Can't and Quoth is convinced that like she's being beaten by this guy and that she doesn't have her own agency and he has to save her. Mm-hmm. And she keeps telling him, "No, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. Fucking leave me alone." A lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, in not so direct terms, uh, but she really likes Quoth, but he doesn't. He doesn't understand how to help her, but he thinks that the, that he can be her savior. Uh, and the more he embraces that idea, the more he fails in the book, especially in the second. Mm-hmm. The, their their relationship sort of goes to shit because he tells her all these things that she should be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I sort of feel it kind of noble because he wants to save her, but it's also really stupid because he doesn't know her. Mm-hmm. And so that's <laughs> how I read that relationship. And I, I like, I really like your point about why can't fantasy authors just imagine a world 
that isn't the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And I think that was so great about the legend of Korra mm-hmm. is that it's like, it's not even a thing, you know, we can focus on other shit. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think the name of the wind succeeds in that. I think it succeeds maybe in deconstructing masculinity a bit, hmm. but still it, it doesn't do a lot of favors for the female characters. I think it's smart, but not particularly progressive. Hmm. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how it uh, succeeds in deconstructing masculinity? Um, yes. And like this is contingent upon where the story goes mm-hmm. to some degree. But I feel like uh, it is often, the book is often uh, criticizing Quoth or showing his worldview to be inadequate when he tries to uh, make himself the hero of someone mm-hmm. else's story. Uh, I suppose the exception being him saving Fela uh, from a fire at one point. Yeah. Um, but in regards to Denna, who is like the, the main female character, he can't, he has to come to some sort of realization that like he cannot, he cannot know her or attain her or win her in the way that he thinks he can through all of these stories about men win, winning women through their their noble pursuits, and he still thinks of himself that way, but it never works for him with that. Mm-hmm. And I suppose part of myself, who's like, has been subjected to patriarchy, is like, oh, I can see where he's coming from. He wants to save her. He wants to be the gallant knight. And also maybe a more humanist version of you thinking like, oh, it's not working because that's not the way the fucking world works. And she's her own person with her own needs that we actually don't know. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't taken the, the time to figure out. So I both sympathize with him and criticize him. And that's what makes him sort of a compelling character. Mm-hmm. And maybe that pushes you away from him, but it makes me think like the shitty things about him and the things that are noble about him are both the things that are in me. What are, what are the things that you find noble about uh, I, I love his storytelling and he, he sort of thinks that art can save the world in some way. Okay. Uh, I really like that, that he, be, he believes in the power of story. I think he wants to save people who at least perceives are less fortunate than him, which is mm-hmm. a problem in its own, but he's trying. And that's what I think is noble. But, like, do you... For me, this character is just so... Not... I wouldn't go so far as to say deplorable, but, like, pretty... Um... Like, like, what's the lesser version of deplorable? Like, well-intentioned... Well, well-intentioned, but still kind of deplorable in that I think most of his motivations are of self-interest. But he doesn't think that way of himself, right? But he doesn't realize that, but I feel like uh, most of his, uh, like, I mean, when you think about, like, uh, uh, an evil character like they don't think that they're evil they think that they're right about the thing sure you know so I I feel like this character just thinks that he's right and he's going to do whatever he needs to do so I found I, I struggled with this character in finding anything admirable 
about him, and I I had a hard time finding him sympathetic, even when it came to like the money struggles and because I felt like these were all things that he kind of brought on himself. Um. So so yeah, I had a hard time sympathizing with him, and um, yeah, those those. Those were struggles that I had, and that it's really what made this book hard is that I didn't like the main character. I thought he was kind of an awful, awful character. Mm. And most people who don't like the book, yeah, it's it's all down to clothes. Yeah. Whether you like him or you dislike him, um, and I I personally don't really see him as a as a male fantasy, but I I see him as as part of a male fantasy mm-hmm. and his, his character sort of reacting around a male fantasy, mm-hmm. which I can empathize with. And it, it's a two way street because it also sort of like rewards me <laughs> for like, Oh, he's so great. And he's so good at stuff. And also sort of kicks me in the crotch because the things he does are not great. A lot of the time. It's hard to judge this series because the third book is not out. And I feel like either the third book is going to reveal that, like, oh, yeah, guys, if you're an arrogant asshole, you end up sad and alone. Or it's going to be, like, what a tragic tale of, of glory lost. So I feel like it can either go... It can go it can go either way right now because there's no... I don't know. There's no <clears throat> proof that the author is, is aware of this world that he's created and this character <laughs> and like how deplorable this kind of this character can be. I don't think it's one or the other though. Well, I don't know. Because I think both things sort of live within the same character and that's really what makes me sort of like Quoth mm. is that he's not he's not pure and he's not good but there are, par- there are parts of him that seem very pure. His relation, his friendship with Ori is... My favorite, one of my favorite. Who's Ori? She's the she's the little girl who lives in the in the like sewers. Yes. Is that just (laughs) in the first book, or is that just in the second book, or is that also in the first? Oh, maybe she's just in the second. I thought she was introduced in the first. Maybe. I can be wrong. I I start I like I said I started reading the second book. I'm not sure. Do you remember Ori, the girl who lived in the sewers? Camille. Below the university. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, and they have this poetic relationship. He also wrote a novella from her perspective, which is they, quite good. I feel like they they hung out on the rooftops a yes, lot. Yes. Did. Okay. He brought yes. her food, and they like chatted about weird shit. Okay. Great. Great. Poems. Yeah. yeah, they wrote poems. Yeah, they love poems. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Camille. <clears throat> yes. Cocktails. Cocktails. <laughs> What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this book? Like in three sentences. Uh, uh, it's a fantasy book, I guess. There's a dragon at the end. Spoiler alert. There's better. There's worse. I don't know. Do what you want. <laughs> magic do is you my want. yeah. Magic do as you want. There's some parts. If you like it, you like it. That's great. If you don't. You know, this is a very neutral book, <laughs> I found. Like, of, of the books, of the fantasy books I've read, like, it's well, very neutral. It's we're all gonna... Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
We're all going to see because it's becoming a multi-million dollar television series. Is what? it really? Yeah, Is it's, it really? it's what? being what produced. Uh, I, think, I think it might be Showtime or Lionsgate. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is executive producing what? and writing the songs. What? Wait, there's what? songs? Because he's, he's a There are lots of songs in this musician. What? Oh, I ignored them. <laughs> <laughs> I often... Ex- I often ignore songs in, in books, though. Oh, I, I love this. Yeah. I, I skip them, <laughs> and I get to the story part. Yeah. It's very bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say without the third book being out. Is it a trilogy? I would For assume. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be a trilogy. The a third book is taking a long, long time. Oh. Um, I will say, to sort of your... Um, to your point, Allie, that there is like two chapters in the second book uh-huh. that would make you hate it so much. <laughs> what happens? Let me know. Oh man. Oh. Um, he meets a a goddess in the forest. What? Like a real goddess? A real actual like goddess. Like Aphrodite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she's like. Does she want to have sex with him? She has sex with him. Like her intention is to have sex with him until okay. she kills him. Whoa, like death by snooze Yeah, it's death by snooze <laughs> But he escapes by the skin of his teeth. Okay. By the skin of his four. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, after that, he's like the best sex haver in the world. Oh, obviously. <laughs> you know, you learn from the best. And I have my own thoughts about that, but we'll save them for another time. What are your thoughts on that? I want to know. I think that it's partially kind of a stupid male fantasy, mm-hmm. but it's it's well written enough. Uh-huh. It's well written enough okay. that like there's there's stakes to it, okay. and that he actually has to like <laughs> trick her to get out of there. And I uh, with his penis. With, no, okay. no, with penis, his penis is wily. He's <laughs> got a wily penis. Boy. Tricky bitch. Mm. Um. <laughs> But wow. it's like, it is one of the it is one of the low points of the series. Yeah. Except that he meets a tree who can see the future, and that's the I'm best. I'm sorry. So what? Wait a second. <laughs> is it the tree from the last unicorn? Oh, I hope so. Does oh. he have sex with the tree? Is the tree? He doesn't have sex with the tree. Is the tree well endowed? <laughs> no, I'm out. Fuck this book. <laughs> Agreed. Nico, um, you haven't read the book. Oh, no. read the I'm book. just saying, I don't oh, want to read dear. the book now that he doesn't fuck the tree. Oh, I see. He could have. It's covered in butterflies. Do you think he could have fucked fuck the, the tree? Like he probably could have. Like, like the tree. Like right. look at what the tree's wearing. Like, like, like nothing. Or was just the tree some like bark? I'm kind yeah. of into it. <laughs> just some bark. Cocktails. Okay. James, what would you rate this book out of? Yes. Uh, I would name it. Nine talents out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Camille. I would have. I would name it. Sure. Out of whatever. <laughs> if you want it, Very then diplomatic. you want it. If you don't, <laughs> it's fine. It's I don't know. It's fine. Mm. Eh. Mm. I would rate this book uh, three, mm-hmm. three loots. Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. ten okay. auto harps. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I would rate this book below Storm Dancer. I would read Storm Dancer again before I read Name of the Wind again. Probably because Storm Dancer is shorter. <laughs> um, 
Yes. Okay. Like, I don't know. If if people tell me that the third book's amazing, I might pick mm-hmm. it up again. But mm-hmm. overall, I feel like there's too much, there's too many books out there <laughs> for me to devote time mm-hmm. and life okay. percentage, life percentage. To, okay. to this series. Yep. Mm. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. So at the end of this, what would we say the name of the wind is? I'm going to say Gary. <laughs> the name of the wind is Gary. I'll also say Gary. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stick with my first answer as... Interesting. Catherine Smith. Mm. I mean Smythe. I don't know if you're going by some kind of faux identity on this podcast. <laughs> Our first audience member, what is the name of the wind for you? Dominoes. Dominoes, excellent. Domino's pizza. Gregory. I gotta agree with you guys. It's gotta be Gary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nico? Brungdingler. Okay. Excellent. So based on based on what you've heard, would you read this book? Mm-hmm. Oh big ol' nopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably like it. Okay. I would read it because James has talked highly of it for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. He's also recommended a lot of books to me that I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. He's not, I'm not the only friend who has recommended it, I think. Robin. Robin loves it. Robin loves it. Well, she likes it. She likes it. That's surprising. So, like, I'm, I'm super curious about that. And I think, like, a lot of our, sorry, your discussion has been, like, about, like, patriarchy and, like, the sort of gender dynamic in the book. And that interests me. So I think I would read it and want to, like, sum up my own thoughts and ideas about Q. it. Excellent. So, yeah, I'd read Good. it. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us for another mm-hmm. episode of Cocktails. Would our studio audience like to play yes. us out? I got so drunk. Just quietly <laughs> drinking in the background. One, a two. A to go out drinking